Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Today's reading is from Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 through 11, and also Revelation chapter 5, verses 9 through 14. We're starting a new sermon series Sunday called Next Steps, and we're looking at Uh, markers of being a mature follower and disciple of Jesus Christ. In this sermon Sunday, we're talking about gathering with other Christians. Mature followers will want to gather with other Christians. And you may think, well, Revelation 4 and 5 is a strange place to go to to build a case for that or to talk about that. But it's a perfect place. And and let me explain why. Uh, We know that John, the apostle, more than likely John, the apostle, is on the island of Patmos. He is in exile. And he's there, and he's writing a letter to seven churches of Asia Minor. These are churches that that were near and dear to him, more than likely, and they were going through persecution. And he's trying to encourage these churches. This is on the Lord's Day. This is on the first day of the week. This is on Sunday when he receives this vision. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, we're told he's invited into heaven. A door is open, and he's allowed to come and see God's throne room. So here's what's happening around the throne of God on the first day of the week. I want you to hear... uh, This is the scene on Sunday in heaven. I'm going to pick up, first of all, Revelation 4, 8 through 11. Then I'll skip to chapter 5, 9 through 14. This is the ESV version. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will they existed and were created. Just before we read chapter 5, I want you to think about this. You've got these four living creatures, and there's a lot of debate about what these four living creatures represent. Some think they represent uh, four different camps of Israel in the wilderness. There is some evidence to that, that there were certain animals that were applied to each segment of the camp. That's a possibility. Some early church fathers say they apply to the Gospels themselves. There's a lot of different theories as to what these four living creatures are, their identity. We just realized possibly they represent all of creation, worshiping God, which is what God wanted in the first place. Then there's these 24 elders, and there's a lot of debate about who these 24 elders are. Some would say they represent the apostles and the 12 patriarchs, and they draw that conclusion from, you know, later in Revelation 21, we see that the names of the patriarchs and the names of the apostles are written on um, the foundation of the walls of the New Jerusalem. So that's a possibility. One possibility is they're Old Testament saints, and I tend to think this makes a lot of sense because when you go back and look at David's temple, uh, you had 24 orders of priests. You also had 24 Levitical gatekeepers, and we know that elders were uh, considered saints in a lot of Old Testament writings too, so this is not a far-fetched concept that these could be uh, Old Testament saints or elders that were really important uh, in, in the Old Testament, so that could be who these people are. But the thing I want you to see is the object of their worship. What are they doing in this worship? They're saying, worthy are you, our Lord and God. And why are they praising God? They're praising him for creation. Now, I would say Christian worship. Christian worship needs to focus on, to begin with, God as creator. 
that should shape our liturgy. Now, liturgy is just how you structure your worship service. So when we think about Christian liturgy, it should always focus on God as creator. He creates and sustains things. So when we come together on the first day of the week, which, by the way, is the first day that creation started, day one. So the first day of the week of creation, you have this beginning of all things. So it's appropriate that on that day we praise God for creation. Also notice they, they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. That's coming from Isaiah chapter 6, the trisagion, uh, this tri, trice holy, three holy, a complete holiness is God. So this is coming from Isaiah chapter 6. Also, Daniel chapter 7 is in the background of this passage. Now I want to take you to chapter 5 and notice the worship is continuing, but notice the object of the worship now. You had earlier in chapter 4, you had God as creator, but now this is changing. And I want you to think, as we're reading this, okay, what is the object of worship? What are they worshiping in chapter 5? I'm going to pick up in verse 9. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard around the throne and living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them, saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. Did you notice a shift? These four living creatures, these 24 elders, and now all of these angels join in in this praise. And in verse 12, it's worthy is the lamb who was slain. So now it's redemption. Worship in chapter 4 was based on God as creator. Now worship shifts to God as redeemer, the lamb of God. So you've got uh, the Father being praised upon the throne for creation. And now they're worshiping the Lamb because the Lamb was slain. And now He has the power and, and the, the honor and the wisdom and the might because He humbled Himself and, and died as a sacrifice for us. So our application here is we're thinking about gathering together as God's people. I believe heaven should shape the liturgy and worship of earth. Heaven gives us a template when we see. I mean, when you think about it, what are they doing in heaven? It's what we should be doing on the first day of the week as the church. They worship God as creator and they worship God as redeemer. And that is how our liturgy, how our worship should be shaped when we come together on the Lord's day. I find this fascinating. So uh, as you're thinking ahead to the sermons and the sermon, particularly Sunday, and you're thinking about the gathering of God's people, I want you to consider that. Now, with all that in mind, I'm going to go back and read both passages again as we close out our podcast for the day. So I'm back right now in Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 through 11 to begin with. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him, who is seated on the throne, and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were they existed and were created. Now I'm going to shift to Revelation 5, 9 through 14. 
And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take this scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you've made them a kingdom and priests to our God. And they shall reign on earth. Then I looked and heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them, saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you today. I hope you have been encouraged by this reading and by this teaching, and I hope to see you back again tomorrow.